Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 28. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about million dollar habits. Now, before we get started, obviously, I know we haven't had any podcasts in two months, and I appreciate the patience. Um, unfortunately, I'd, I'd taken my family on a vacation. And while I was there, if you guys follow me on any social media, which I assume you do, you've noticed the million and one fake Grant Mid accounts that are trying to get people to sign up for all these fake courses and crypto stuff and everything. We always got to report them and block them and everything, right? Well, unfortunately, for the last two months, they all ganged up on me, got me reported, and got my account disabled. I tried everything disputing it, doing everything. And basically the account was fully deleted to where it was like, look, you can't get it back. Luckily, I knew one person that worked at Facebook. It took him six weeks and he was in everything he can to make it happen. And it escalated all the way to the highest level of impersonations at Meta, which is Facebook's parent company. And finally, literally two or three days ago, they finally reactivated my account. So Thank you so much for hanging in there and not forgetting about me. Uh, but most importantly, I had a ton of people, obviously, I, I basically in some way on Instagram, disappeared out of thin air. And I had tons of people that reached out, whether it was through phone, email, text, TikTok, anything, Facebook, something, just reaching out, checking to make sure I was okay. And it, I, I just really appreciate it. It really makes me realize who my real friends and supporters are, people that I really want to be around. Um, so it just, it means the world for me that people were checking on making sure I was good and, and I really appreciate it. And also, I, I also appreciate all the, the messages that I've gotten on, on social media and everything from people who the podcast has helped their lives, how they're doing so good now and how they're moving up in their careers. It's just, you know, like I said, the goal is not to be some guru or some coach. Like, you know, there's a lot of those guys out there. I'm not trying to be any Tony Robbins type guy. That's not who I am. Um, I've just been through hell and back and figured out and I've worked my ass off and, and built really successful companies now and done a lot really early. And I wish I could tell you it was because of talent, but I just worked like a dog and studied and, and learned all these different things. And I just think that there's missing information that's out there that really talented people are lacking that information. And if they had it, they could be successful and make their lives and their family lives better. And so that's kind of the purpose of all of this. But it's crazy because just before I got on this podcast, I got a message on Instagram. Finally, I can get those, right? Because it's back on. I get a message from this guy. I think he was 18 or 19 years old. He said, hey, Grant, like, thank you so much for your podcast. I've been listening for the past six months. I've listened to each episode multiple times. Six months ago, I had $500 in my bank account. Remember, this guy's 19. He said, within just six months, I've accumulated over $100,000 in my bank account. My life is completely different just from listening to this and implementing everything that, that you talk about. So getting messages like that, just it makes everything worth it for me. And it's, it's a blessing that um, we're able to impact people's lives in a positive way. So thank you guys, as always, for the support. But other than that, let's get back to it. All right. So... Like I said, in this podcast, we're, we're going to talk about million dollar habits and what's the difference between the highest performers in the world and people that just get by or people that struggle. Now, what's pretty cool is there was a study, all right, and it was a guy named Tom Cor Corley who he went out and studied 233 different millionaires, 
and this is not just like one type of millionaire. It was multiple different types of people that worked their way up, that started business, that um, came, like just everything. They all had to be self-made, right? And he studied their habits, their rituals, what they went through, what their daily life like, what, how did they handle crisis, how did they do all these different things for five years straight. Now, you can learn a lot about a person in a week. Imagine what you can learn about them in five years. I mean, you really get to pull back the curtain and see who you're dealing with. And what was interesting is a lot of the habits, you know, these people didn't know each other. They didn't even know who the other people were that were in this study. They just knew that they were. It was so interesting how similar the habits that they did each day were. Now, these people clearly came from different industries, different backgrounds, different ethnicities, um, different families, all different things, right? So there, there were so many moving parts on the variable of type of person. But the consistency of these people not knowing each other, it's not like they're in some group and they all talked about it, but the consistency of the traits and the habits that these people had in their lives. So I'm going to go through a couple of these and then we're going to break down some more stories and examples to kind of help you guys implement it, right? So first thing is almost 70% of the people that they followed and studied out of the 233 loved what they did. Okay, so whatever they did, whatever that profession, industry, business, career, whatever it was, right? They loved what they did. Now, you do not have to love what you do to be successful. And it's important that sometimes you don't need to do like some perfect little inspiring cute thing. Sometimes you need to find a business or industry that works and you need to bust your ass and go make it happen, succeed, and then do things that you love. Now, not everyone gets a chance, but let me tell you something. When you love what you do and who you work around, I don't care who you are or how tough you are, it is going to make yourself more productive, more happy, and more successful. So if you can find that, that is a bonus, okay? Number two, this is insane how high the statistic is. 88%, that is an insanely high statistic for a large gap of people that don't know each other. 88% of people in this group, in this test group, read each day. They read something for at least 30 minutes each day to learn more information, whether this was um, the financial markets, news, um, reading books, all those different things. 88% of these 233 millionaires were spending time each day learning. Okay. Next, 85%, this was way higher than I expected, 85% read at least two books per month. 85%. I can think about it. I know before I started reading, and I, I, I told my story a few times how back when I was in Brooklyn and I was 21 years old and stressing to live in that shoebox apartment and super broke, right? I started, like, I realized all the really successful people read. So I had ADD. So what I would do is I would just go sit at Barnes & Noble. I didn't buy the books. I would just take them off the shelf and sit in the coffee shop and read. And I would just read 15 pages and stop, 15 pages and stop. And within six months, I felt like a different person. So this makes so much sense because I can tell you just from starting that habit, it changed my life in a way I couldn't even process. It's the weird, I, it, if you haven't done it, you can't really, it's hard to process. But if you guys are readers, you know what I'm talking about. It's this weird feeling you can't describe. It feels like you're on the, uh, like a limitless pill. If you guys have ever seen that movie, 
where the guy takes a pill where he accesses like 100% of his brain and he becomes like super rich and successful. That's kind of what reading feels like. So 85% of these millionaires read at least two books per month. Now, 63% listen to audiobooks on their commute. Now, I know a lot of us work remote now, but this is one of the easiest, quickest, and most implementable habits that you can do immediately is while you're going to work, even for 10 minutes, and you can listen to music, you can do whatever you want, right? Listen to an audiobook, YouTube interview, or something that helps your mental health. Controlling that psychology. And, and this is a common theme is like, look, if these people are in the 0.001% or whatever, right? They have to be thinking different things than other people, right? They have to be more mentally tough. Like it's just common sense, right? And we've been only through a few of these statistics off of these people, but these are common things right here on the reading side where they're controlling what's actually entering their brain every single day. They're controlling their biochemistry, the way they think, the way they feel. I don't care how cool, how tough, what you come from. If you hang around really, really, really bad people and you listen to constant BS and negativity, it will lower your production. In the same sense, if we pull you out of that environment, you come hang out with me for a month and you do the right things, you listen to the right things every single day, I don't care how what the doctor told you, what they said you have, this, that, and the other, you will be more mentally tough and you'll be a higher performer. So 63% listen to audiobooks in their commute, all right? Next is 76% of these people exercise at least 30 minutes a day for four days a week, minimum. So 76%, almost a little bit more than three-fourths of this group exercise, Exercising and staying active, being outside, getting vitamin D from the sun, moving your body has a direct correlation on your mental health, your mental and physical health. It improves your biochemistry and improves your stress levels. It actually weirdly makes you more attractive for men. It increases your testosterone levels, which helps you focus, helps you handle crisis, handles high chaos situation, make difficult decisions. So 76% were exercising at least 30 minutes a day, four days a week. You don't have to be Ironman, but go on a walk, go on a treadmill, do basic things, but stay active. This is an interesting one. So we see a lot of people out there, and I, I completely disagree with this. As everyone talks about, oh, if you want to be successful, if you want to do this, you know, everyone has 24 hours in the day, you got to make the most of it. Yeah, that's 100% true, but that doesn't mean you sleep five hours a day. You have to focus on being more productive, not busy. Even if you, even let's say if person A gets five hours of sleep and they get to work 19 hours, that's a lot of hours. Another person gets seven or eight, even though that person has two or three less hours, they will be unbelievably more productive than that other person. You want to be productive. And as you move up in your positions in life and your career, the company you work for, your business, your industry, your decision-making skills are going to be more important than busy bullshit work. Because you may only need to make four or five quality decisions that day that can ripple affect you know, people's lives, people's kids, 
the the company you work for, the whatever, right? The industry you're in, the deals that you're in. But you need to make quality decisions that can impact your life. You cannot become a great decision maker unless you are in a mentally clear space. This is huge. One thing I implement this, and it was weird, like, you know, right when I started reading and everything, this was back in um, 2017. What I also did is I realized I only got like five to six hours of sleep, sometimes less, because I'd stay up on my phone, I'd watch TV, watch Netflix. And I, it was just because I was just relaxing or hanging out, like I didn't think about it. But 93% of these people out of 233 people, 93%, the highest percentage out of all of this, slept at least a minimum of seven hours per night. Know your body. There's some of you guys I'm jealous of that can sleep six or seven hours or five hours and you still feel the same. I'm super jealous of you. But you got to know yourself. For example, I know that if I don't get a minimum of seven and a half to eight hours, I am not the same person. I don't give a shit if someone has an hour on me or two hours on me or whatever. I will outwork them. I will make better quality decisions than them and I will be prepared. I won't get as angry quick. You know, when you sleep less and you bump into things, you forget things, you make bad decisions. Now you're just running around that same mountain without actually having any upward mobility or trajectory. Get rest. You need to plan your day around keeping your mind in the correct mental state. You have to prioritize your mental health. Guys, you sleep five hours a night. You don't work out. You listen to bullshit. You hang around really shitty people. You hang around friends that gossip. You date a horrible person that's negative and doesn't believe in you. I don't care if you're LeBron James. I don't care if you're one of the best, most talented people in anything. You are going to suffer. It is going to be more difficult. This is basic common sense. And it's everything that you're listening to. And you're going, well, yeah, that's kind of obvious. That's because simplicity has a lot to do with success. It's just, do you actually do the simple things that actually make you successful? Look, if you can create an edge to make you perform at a higher level, you need to do it. Some of you have been able to have been successful thus far. Yes, you work hard. Yes, you're talented. Yes. But it's because you're talented enough to get away with the level you're currently producing. It does not mean that you're producing the maximum results you can. I knew early on, thank God, that I was not good enough to show up and wing it. I got screwed over and over and over and everything I did, sports, school, it was every time. I knew I was better than the other person. It was so irritating, but they had process, structure, and plans in place. I was just shooting from the hip. And that's why I finally said, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to think differently. So get your rest and prioritize your mental health, right? Next one is 72% were givers, meaning they regularly monthly donated to charities, whether it's a church, whether it's the less fortunate. And they also spent time volunteering, whether it was with charities, whether it was on boards, whether it was helping kids in school, all these different things, but they were givers, right? And weirdly, a last thing, some of you guys are going to go, I'm Grant, I'm, I'm too smart. This doesn't apply to me. And others are going to be like, oh, thank God. This one makes me feel good. That's the only reason why I'm saying it is 77% of these people out of the 233 were B and C students in high school and college. So if you didn't make great grades, don't stress. 77% of this group of millionaires out of 233 were B and C students.
And there's a lot of reasons for that. But it doesn't guarantee anything, but it's just an interesting, an interesting uh, statistic, all right? So think about, let's go through these, right? Think about how basic these items are. It didn't even say who to listen to, what they did. No, it didn't tell you anything, where they went to school, no. It just said simple things that give you a competitive advantage and edge against the competition in the marketplace to win. Many of us have kids, family members. Many of us, I would say probably most of us, I know I am, other people is, we're all facing some trial right now in our lives. It could be in your personal relationships, it could be a family member passing away, it could be a financial problem. Heck, we got a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world as it is. This COVID thing we think is over, I hope it is. The politics, our leaders are all over the place. They're obviously not doing a very good job. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican to figure that one out. But there's a lot of things that could be obstacles in your life right now. I'm just going to assume everyone is. I know I have obstacles. But you have to control the controllables. We don't know what's going to happen next week necessarily. You don't know what necessarily obstacle you're going to face next. But you can control these basic habits that create really successful people and give you, not guarantee, but gives you the best opportunity to be successful, happy, fulfilled, and make the biggest impact in your family's life, your community, the country, and your own personal ambitions. You have to start with the basics. Don't become your biggest enemy. Everyone worries about this guy did this, this boss said this, oh, it's this market set. Guys, we are our greatest enemy. We are our greatest enemy. Your boss did not make you only sleep four hours last night. That one person that you don't like, that's rude, that doesn't believe in you, didn't force you to not learn anything for the last year. They didn't force you to never work out. They didn't force you to never take care of yourself. They never did that. We can control these things. We have the ability to shape our lives. We have the ability. This is fact. This is common sense. But you have to do it. You have to do it. The most interesting thing about habits that I love more than anything one of my favorite things to do um, is I've always naturally helped run sales teams. Um, obviously, I'm the CEO at Mint Group, but I'm still heavily involved in sales because obviously it's the backbone of the business, right? You need sales to create revenue, to pay people to grow, all that good stuff, right? My favorite thing to do is every time we have a top sales rep, every single person that comes into the company wants to know what their secret is. Because in Mint Group, we're very system-oriented process. We have training daily. Like, it's a machine, right? And so, because we have the same script, there's always a couple people that perform at the highest level. So, I love when new reps go, man, what are you doing differently? What's the difference? What, do you, what did you say different? You have some secret word. What's the secret? And we're excited because let's say the end of the month ends and let's say Johnny is the best rep and he closes 10 deals and he makes... 30 or 40 grand that month and he's killing it, right? We go, hey, Johnny, what's working for you? Every single time, 
They go, well, what do you say different? What do you do this? Everyone asks, right? Because we want, we want them to ask good questions, right? Something that can help. And every single time the person goes, man. So I wake up at, at 6.30 in the morning, 7 in the morning. I work out. I then prepare my day. I get on training. I get off that. I call for two hours. I then go to my appointments. I call for another two hours. And then if I was no show, I just call until I set three appointments every day. And if I don't do it, like I, I literally, it's hard for me to sleep because I'm so pissed off about that. And I just call nonstop. So I probably call about three to 500 people per day or at least an amount that helps me reach my goal. And I basically do it until I get it, no matter what happens. And everyone's like kind of looking at them. And I go, did any, who here makes three to 400 calls? Like, just be honest. And everyone's like staring around, right? And they're like looking around and go, so Johnny, you're telling me that the way to be successful is just like work like hell all the time and like dominate and do all the right things daily and follow the process, but like outwork everybody. And he's like, yeah, like there's no secret. I just outwork everybody. And you're like, what? Same thing. I remember early on in my solar career, there's this guy in this certain market that the business wasn't built around door-to-door sales, but he had been in door-to-door before, and we kind of started doing it in the company at the time. This is three or four years ago. And this guy was setting three to five appointments a day door-to-door. No one could do this, because they were going out and knocking for two, three hours, and they'd maybe get one, they wouldn't get one one day. And everyone was excited for him to talk to the company and say what's working. And I remember before the meeting, everyone's like, man, what is he doing, man? He must have a different pitch. I think he's doing this. I think he's doing that. He gets on and he goes, well, I get out of training and I knock from 10 to usually about 8.45, 8.15 to 8.45 at night, but basically until I have at least four appointments every single day. And everyone's like, oh shit, like, this guy knocks that long. And he goes, well, what do you, what do you say? What script do you say? Do you say I'm doing it? He's like, oh no, no, I just say it's a normal script. And everyone's like, what? And all the people that we're trying to find the secret sauce. We're knocking for an hour to two hours a day. And they were trying to find the secret sauce and the secret sauce was to work five times harder. Guys, everyone is talented. Everyone is nice. Everybody has some form of skill set that they have an advantage over certain people. But when you really pull back the curtain, How bad do you really want it? How bad are you preparing? How focused are you? Sloppiness is a lifestyle. It trickles down into everything. I see this all the time. Reps that aren't consistent. Their personal life is a joke. They got one girlfriend comes in, does something crazy. Then they get another girlfriend, they do the same thing. Then, um, you know, they, they, they make all this money. And then they wreck their car and then they, they, they have to spend $5,000 here. And then they realize that they did this and they overspent all their money and then they all have this money and then they're broke again. And then they, they have to work their way back up, but they didn't work hard. They're all over the place. So every area of their life is a headache that they have to fix that they created. There is no enemy but themselves. So we've had these same exact reps that had situations like that become accountable and go, oh shit, you know what, it's my fault. And instead of chasing problem after problem after problem that they created, they instead started doing the little things right. Working out, 
reading each day, setting expectations with their family, leading from the front, getting rest, doing the right things, getting help daily, training daily, outworking everybody. And suddenly that same decision-making trickles into their personal life, their relationships, their family, the decisions that they make every day, they're rested. So now instead of them getting distracted and hitting a pothole and then this happened and that happened and that happened, those things are eliminated because they're prepared. They're taking inventory of their life and they're looking, how do I improve myself? Don't overthink it, but you have to do the little things right. Remember, if you want to be in the 1%, you can't think like the 99%. And let me give you a secret. I hate to say this. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. But no teacher in America, for the most part, 99.9% of them, are in the 1%. General knowledge will not make you wealthy. Specialized knowledge will. You can be the dumbest person in class in school ever. But if you're the best damn plumber in your town and you can build a team of plumbers that are incredible, you will be a millionaire. You will make over half a million dollars. You will be in a 1%. But you have to be specialized and skilled at the highest level at something. And then you have to allocate and be smart with your money. So start thinking different. What I want you to do, guys, is to finish up and recap. Take a note and take inventory of your life on, the, on the, different, the different traits that I talked about. One, rank yourself one to 10. What do you, how much do you love what you do? Two, how often do you read each day? How many books do you read per month? Do you listen to audiobooks on your commute? How often do you exercise? And how much hours do you sleep per night? And lastly, are you a giver? So these are basic things. And then look at your other life, and I want you to figure out where are you falling short and what processes, systems, and habits can you implement to create a better result in your life. Keep it simple. Follow the process. Believe in yourself, and amazing things are going to happen. So thank you guys again for episode 28. It's amazing to be back and talk with you guys. If you can, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and if you want, you can definitely share this with your friends and family, post it on your story. I will share it as much as I can. But other than that, I hope you guys have an incredible week. As always, thanks for the support. And I'll see you guys again for episode 29. Thanks, guys.